Hi everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is February 28th, 2023. Today's song recommendation is It's Your Breath in Our Lungs, Great Are You Lord by Eddie James. Today's message is titled The Good Fruits of the Spirit. Before I begin reading in scripture and offering my thoughts, I want to start us out and lead us in a prayer. We want to bow our heads and pray to the God of ages, for he hears the prayers of the righteous. Dear Father, we ask that you bless this message and breathe life into the message and breathe life, new life, into our lungs. Help us to always glorify you, Lord. Help us to walk with the Holy Spirit and have the good fruits of the Holy Spirit. Help us to recognize when a bad attitude comes upon us. And help us to capture every thought and funnel it through you, Father, so we can be obedient to you in every thought. Lord, we also lift up all the people that live in East Palestine. Please protect them from illness or harm in the short term, short term and long term. Send them help, Father. You know we've been praying for them, and we just ask that you send help. And just put your hedge of protection around them. Help us to increase so you can in help us to decrease, excuse me, help us to decrease so you can increase. Let that be our, our life's mission to glorify you. If there's anybody listening that has any illness or any need, Father, we just put all those before you and we ask for healing and we ask you to work in our lives and deliver us from whatever situation that we are going through. In the meantime, help us to realize that through everything, you are with us and there's a plan. Help us to never lose sight of that, that you have a plan for our lives even when we're not feeling well, even when we're going through it. And we just ask that you, that your presence is with us, hovering over us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Today I want to start us out in the book of Matthew. And I first want to read, before I get into the, the fruits, a tree and its fruit, I want to read Matthew 
chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. And it says this, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Pause. This passage always speaks volumes to me. Because if you follow me, I do have health issues. And sometimes I just need to remember his promises. Not sometimes, but I have to remind myself of his promises. So when I am feeling weary or heavy laden, that I just need to go to him and he will give me rest. But I also need to learn from him because he is a God of love and he is gentle and he is humble in heart. And that's how he wants us to be. And that's how we can find, he tells us, that's how we can find rest for our souls. It's only through him, only through reading his word and, and staying full, staying full of the spirit. The Bible, the Holy Bible is our spiritual food and we need to eat from it every single day, every single day. I am currently in the book of Matthew and so these These scriptures are fresh in my mind because I'm reading and I encourage you to read too because it is a daily walk with him. So let's turn to Matthew chapter 7 and we will read about a tree and its fruit. And those verses are 15 through 20 in chapter 7. Beware of the false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Grapes are not gathered from bushes nor figs from thistles, are they? So every good tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then, you will know them by their fruits. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name form many miracles? And then I would declare to them, I never knew you. 
Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. That's a very deep passage. I actually read through verse 23. Didn't mean to. There are a lot of people right now that are preaching or teaching, but they're watering down the gospel. And the only way that we can know that they're watering down the gospel is if we read the gospel and know what it says. Because Jesus is clear, we, we, cannot, we cannot trust a lot of people and the message that they give. I pray every day, Lord, please let only truth come out of me. Let me deliver it with honesty, but more importantly, truth, because I want to lead people to him, not, not drive people away. I've, I flunked my mission, my great commission, if, I, if people are leaving and not wanting to hear God's message. So in, in these good fruits that we're going to be reading about in Galatians, we've got to know what those are and we've got to know what the bad fruits are. But in this particular passage, it's saying just have some discernment. Pray for discernment. Pray for wisdom so you know who not to listen to. And everybody that is reaching out to people in these trying times, I'm one of them. I'm one of the ones that God has led me to, to reach out to people. And my message could be totally different from somebody else's, but these messages all have to speak truth and only truth from every single person that you're listening to. Because if somebody's watering down the message, they're not a good fruit tree. Everybody's goal that is seeking God is to one day be with Him. And I've come on I don't know, numerous times about how the message needs to leave the headspace and then go into the heart space. We have to believe, truly believe in our heart that God rose and He rose Jesus Christ from the dead from the dead on the third day. We have to believe it in his resurrection. We have to believe that he's the Son of God and and confess it out loud, but know him in the heart, believe in the heart. And it's an intentional choice to follow Jesus. When he called people to follow him, people dropped their what they were doing, their, their life to follow him and follow him only. It can be dangerous to just leave it in the headspace. I believe that Jesus is talking about 
well, he is in this in this passage uh, talking about the the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes of this day and the people that didn't believe in Jesus. They had all the knowledge from the Old Testament up there in their heads. They were expecting the promised Son of God, but they totally missed Jesus when he was there right in front of them. And they were teaching people the wrong things. They were bad fruit trees. So it's not enough to have the knowledge in your head, guys. It's not enough. It has to reach your heart. And it has to be an intentional relationship. Don't just be an intellectual believer. And once the knowledge leaves your headspace, well, you, it still needs to stay because you need to have it on your mind because we, we want to take every thought captive. But it has to also be in your heart. It's so important. And once it's in your heart and you're following Jesus wholeheartedly, he never will leave you nor forsake you. He never will. So let's read about the fruits of the Spirit. I'm sorry, if you follow me, I'm not always... I fumble my words and... Uh, we want to first turn to Luke. Luke chapter 6, verses 43 through 45 says this. For there is no good tree which produces bad fruit, nor, on the other hand, a bad tree which produces good fruit. For each tree is known by its fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they pick grapes from a briar brush. The good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth what is good, and the evil man out of the evil treasures brings forth what is evil. For his mouth speaks that which fills the heart. So Luke gives us a little more information. What comes out of the mouth is what's going to be the good fruits of the Spirit. And people are going to be able to recognize a bad tree from a, from a good tree. And... I always say, well, we're never going to get it right. But again, if we take every thought captive, and if we are following Jesus wholeheartedly, we want to walk with him and, and be like him. So out of us comes the good fruits of the Spirit, out of our heart and then out of our mouth. Because the evil man, he can't help himself because he hasn't accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And out of his mouth comes out the mean and the bad fruits of the Spirit. So in Galatians chapter 5, this is what it says. 
Walk by the Spirit. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. Behold, I, Paul, say to you that if you receive circumcision, Christ will be of no benefit to you. And I testify again to every man who receives circumcision that he is under obligation to keep the whole law. You have been severed from Christ, you who are seeking to be justified by law and have fallen from grace. For we, through the Spirit, by faith, are waiting for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything but faith working through love. Pause. The, we have to have faith in our hearts. It all boils down to faith. And it's so important that we, through the Spirit, have faith. For from that comes our hope. And in our prayer, we, we, we started out with the Lord God, the Father, hears the prayers of the righteous person. So I am always eager to be obedient to God because I really want my prayers heard. Verse 7, you were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion did not come from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump of dough. I have confidence in you in the Lord that you will adopt no other view. But the one who is disturbing you will bear his judgment, whoever he is. But I, brethren, if I still preach circumcision, why am I still persecuted? Then the stumbling block of the cross has been abolished. I wish that those who are troubling you would even mutilate themselves. Pause. That's a strong message from Paul. And again, back in those days, the Judaism followers the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and scribes, and they were disturbing those that were following Jesus. They were circumcised per the law, the book of the law, a physical circumcision, you know, clip, clip. <laughs> and they thought that that was all they that was their protection. But God says no. You can be circumcised or uncircumcised. If you're following Jesus Christ wholeheartedly, you are saved. Does it matter of any surgery you had as a child or as an infant? 
And the Apostle Paul, who was formerly Saul, he, he was a Jew of Jews. He was circumcised and he was persecuting the church. But God one day literally blinded him and let him see on the road to Damascus. And the Apostle Paul was called to reach and teach the Gentiles who the Jews considered uncircumcised. But God says we only need to be have a spiritual circumcision of our heart where he removes the heart of stone and he gives us a new heart with his commandments that are that are then so precious to us that we don't want to disobey God not because not because something bad is going to happen to us if we've broken one of the the laws from the law and the prophets we want to follow his commandments because we love him and we know him in our heart. People of this day, they were, the people that, that Paul is talking to, they thought they had it right, but again, they only had head knowledge and a circumcision <laughs> of the penis. So Paul is just trying to convert those people then and he's trying to tell us now that first we have to recognize if somebody's teaching us the wrong way so walking by the spirit we have to remember in verse one it was for freedom that christ set us free Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. A yoke of slavery being so consumed with breaking the law. Guys, Christ died on the Christ for us and those who believe in what he did, that he's the son of God and he, he resurrected on the third day. And those that believe in the heart, I know I keep saying that, wholeheartedly. He died for our sin, period. The past, the present, and the future. And he's not going to ever leave us. If we decide to live outside of Jesus and not believe in Jesus, those Jews of this day, well, and anybody that does not believe in Jesus as the Son of God and what and all that he did, these people are still under the yoke of slavery of having to keep, Paul puts it, all the law. Can you imagine? We're never going to be able to keep all the law. We're sinners. We fall short. Only Jesus Christ could have kept the law. So, these people were in such darkness and people are still in such darkness that Paul puts it, he says in verse 3, And I testify again to every man who receives circumcision that he is under obligation to keep the whole law. Nobody can do it. So people that think this way, 
They're doomed to darkness. In verse 4, you have been severed from Christ. You who are seeking to be justified by law. You have fallen, utterly fallen from grace. Christ died on that Christ uh, on that cross, excuse me, to forgive us our sin once for all. And guys, we are not all children of God. Some of us some of us out there are the children of the devil, are the children of the evil one. Those that have not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and don't believe in him, as I've stated earlier, are children of the darkness, are children of the evil one. Only the ones that believe in Jesus, the Son of God, are saved and are walking in the light. Because we are, we are saved. And... Paul also wrote, if I still preach circumcision, why am I still persecuted? Paul was speaking circumcision of the heart, of receiving a new heart through faith in Jesus Christ. If we don't believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, It just basically means that what Christ did was for nothing. He suffered on that, on that cross for nothing. If we're still trying to perfect ourselves and be obligated only to the law, we're telling Jesus that what he did was for nothing. If you're of that mindset, you are set free indeed. That's what Jesus came to set us free. To set us free. And in verse 1 again, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. Freedom from thinking that we can keep all the laws. How tiring would that be? Let's continue reading. For you were called to freedom, brethren. Only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. Pause. I used to listen to a preacher, and I'm not going to name his name. But he was sort of telling his people that it didn't matter if they kept on sinning, because they were saved by grace. We don't want to adopt that view. We want to try not to sin. So don't take the freedom that God gave us by dying that sacrificial death on the cross for granted and keep living as you've always lived in sin. That is not following God. That is just having the head knowledge and you haven't entered into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ in your heart. 
So he says, do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh. Verse 14, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word, in the statement, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. Pause. You will not carry out the desires of the flesh. Guys, if you're not changing, if the Holy Spirit isn't starting to sanctify you, pray to Him for sanctification so you don't follow the desires of the flesh. For 17, for the flesh sets its desire against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. Pause. Our flesh and the spirit are in constant battle, guys. That's why. When we walk by the Spirit, we remember what we read, and we want to follow Him in obedience because out of, it's out of our love for Him, and it's also because He's given us a new heart. He's given us a new heart. And again, the flesh sets its desires against the Spirit. If you're following the flesh, every single day and you're you're just taking advantage of what God did on the cross you need to do a heart check and and pray to God that he changes your heart and that head knowledge moves into the heart so then you follow and walk with the spirit Verse 18, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Pause, and this is where I was saying that other preacher was was kind of, and the reason, I, I, well, I don't listen to him anymore, because there was a guy that had come on, and he said, you know, oh, thank God, now I can just live the way I want, because preacher so-and-so says that I can do that. And that he could just do whatever he pleased. So, no, you cannot. You have to follow the Holy Spirit. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. In other words, he died on the cross for our sins. And we're not under the curse of the law anymore for the reasons that the the people that don't believe in Christ they think that following the law that's going to get them into heaven all their good and righteous acts that they think they're doing because they're following the law they're deceiving themselves for one because nobody can ever follow the law fully nobody so here we're going to go into the good fruits and the bad fruits now the deeds of the flesh are evident which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, 
enmities, strife, jealousy, outbirths of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Pause. So no, you can't just do the things that you please. The Holy Spirit who inspired the entire book of the Bible, he's being clear here. You cannot do the things as you please. And it's a warning. It's a forewarning and it's a warning to not do such things or practice such things because you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Verse 22, here are the good fruits. But the fruit of the Spirit is love joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us walk by the Spirit. Let us not become boastful, challenging one another, envying one another. Pause. So those are the good fruits of the Spirit, that if we are walking by the Holy Spirit, walking alongside with Him, these are the good fruits that He produces in us. No, not all at once, because the Holy Spirit is doing a good work in us. But the things that we used to do, and I've come on here before, I'm so thankful I'm not the old person that I was. Thank God he gave me this born-again life. Thank God. I'm ashamed of the person that I used to be. I know that God died on the cross to save me. And so we need to recognize when we're doing something of the bad spirit. And the one that sticks out to me right now is sorcery. Guys, there's many forms of sorcery. We cannot, and this is something that I've learned along my walk with God, for instance. I will not read a horoscope. I used to. Things like that, we just, God teaches us what to do and what not to do. So, if you're, if you're practicing the good fruits of the Spirit, we're not under any curse anymore. Like, oh, I broke that commandment. Now, now I've fallen from grace. No, you haven't because you're not going to get it right. You're, you haven't fallen. Precious people out there, God has saved you. Don't be hard on yourself if you fall short and have a fit of jealousy or an outburst of anger or something like that. It is, we have grace. He gives us 
grace. And thank God that he does. But the goal in each day is to keep walking in step with the Spirit and keep having him sanctify us and keep having the good fruits of the Spirit. Because remember, a good good fruit tree cannot bear bad fruit. It doesn't stick on us. And a bad fruit tree, the good fruits can't stick on the bad tree. They don't stick. So thank God we're born again. We are going to go over to Ephesians really quick. Chapter 5, verses 6 through 16 says this, Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them, for you were formerly in darkness, but now you are in light in the word. Walk as children of the light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them, for it is disgraceful even to speak of the things which are done by them in secret. But all things become visible when they are exposed by the light, for everything that becomes visible is light. For this reason it says, Awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Therefore be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time, because the days are evil. Pause. We are living in evil, evil times. So let us make the best of our day. Let us make the best of our day and follow the Holy Spirit. Keep in step with Him. And do not, do not be partakers with someone that is calling a sin not a sin. We have to expose that. On this ministry, I will not side with anybody that says that a sin is not a sin. Now I'm talking about the LGBTQ lifestyle that I'm trying to reach people in that group to know that it's wrong, but that you can change once you get, you become born again. Are you going to be the old person? No. He's going to give you a new heart. And you can't be living the same life you did in the old and expect to live that in the new. You would still be considered following the flesh. But God gives us grace. He forgives us. And we start a new life with Him. 
So awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. But then there's so many warnings, but be careful, be careful how you walk. But please know, guys, that he gives us grace. He gives us grace. Don't be in a complete panic if you mess up. You're forgiven. We're going to end in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. It says this, We are destroying, we are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And we are ready to punish all disobedience whenever your obedience is complete. And we are ready to punish all disobedience but one day your obedience will be complete, guys. One day. One day. So take every thought captive. Take every thought captive. You know, some of my thoughts lately have been, should I continue on this podcast? Not continue on this podcast? I don't know if I'm reaching anyone. I hope I am. I really do. And I know I don't have the best setup, the best microphone. I am, if you follow me, I use my phone. And there simply isn't a good microphone <laughs> out there for a phone, to do a podcast on a phone. So eventually I need to venture out and use my laptop and do live live bro broadcasts and do a, you know, a live show because only from my laptop can I use a, a better microphone. And that's really out of my comfort zone because, oh goodness, what if somebody listens live? I'm, you know, I fumble my words. But you know what? I'm only human. I'm only human. So one of these days, I'll get the equipment needed so these messages can be a little clearer and there's no static and no noise and all of that. I've been really going through it. I'm finally done with a 10-day, 14-day course of antibiotics. I, I think a lot of people are, are going through it. A lot of us are being tested and put through the refiner's fire. I really want to learn how to do a good fast. I think there are people that actually don't eat food during their fast, but just drink liquid. They're on a liquid diet. And the reason I want to do this is because people receive a deeper connection with the Lord. A much deeper connection where people even hear so clearly what God wants to do in their lives. And I've already come out of my comfort zone, guys. <laughs> I surprise myself that I'm even doing these messages, but I have to be obedient to God. I 
I don't do well speaking in public. I probably could if that's what the Lord put on my heart to do. So anyway, yeah, I've been kind of, I, I think people are their worst critics. <laughs> and anyway, I need prayer for stamina. I need prayer to for God to provide a good space for me to deliver, to deliver these messages. He has put a lot of messages on my heart and I've listed them all out. So it's just getting on here and delivering the messages to you. I hope this podcast went well. Sometimes when I, I pause and, and edit something out, it'll cut off some of my words. I hope that hasn't happened. If it has, forgive me. So let's be obedient to the Lord. Let's be obedient. I give all the glory, all the glory to God. I must decrease so that he will increase. Thanks for listening. I appreciate your support. All the glory to God. Much love to all. Until next time, guys. Bye.